0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, February 10th. I'm Sarah Reith. A COVID-19 outbreak at a Ukiah nursing home has infected 18 people, according to Becky Emery of the county's Department Operations Center. The outbreak was identified at Mountain View Assisted Living and Memory Care on Saturday. Twelve residents and six staff have tested positive, and another staff member is considered a close contact and is in quarantine. Two people at the jail are positive for the virus. And Allison Bailey, the program manager for the Measure B Citizens Oversight Committee, is no longer working in that position. Dr. Janine Miller, who heads the county's behavioral health department, said in a statement that her department will be taking over Measure B clerical tasks, monitoring fiscal activities related to Measure B, and continuing the development of the training center and the crisis residential treatment facility. Supervisor John Haschak, who's on the Measure B Ad Hoc Committee, said he does not believe it was a rash decision and that, quote, "...with the variety of tasks that were being done by people in either behavioral health or facilities, it seems that streamlining and cost efficiencies were appropriate." And the three-year anniversary of Khadija Britton's disappearance was Sunday. Witnesses say Britton was abducted at gunpoint by Niji Fallis on February 7, 2018. On Friday, Scott Shelby, the Special Agent in Charge of the San Francisco Division of the FBI, said the Bureau is still working with the county to find Khadijah Britton. I want to announce the FBI is offering a $10,000 reward for information that will lead to the arrest and conviction of those who are responsible for Khadijah's disappearance. We are encouraging members of the community to come forward. Somebody knows. Anyone with that information is urged to call the Sheriff's Office or WeTip, the Anonymous Crime Reporting Hotline, at 800-782-7463. You can also email the FBI at tips.fbi.gov. At yesterday's Board of Supervisors meeting, Dr. Corin reported that the county only has enough vaccines for second doses this week. The county health department and the rural health centers are vaccinating people who are now eligible due to their occupational risk of exposure, while the hospital and IT clinics are focusing on those 75 and older. Things could change if the state decides to prioritize people with comorbidities and disabilities. Also this week, uh, the Supreme Court has said that religious institutions and ceremonies may now be open indoors with some restrictions, and uh, so we'll be uh, seeing that happen in our county. As far as schools, we've gotten the education sector well vaccinated so staff can feel safe going back. We've worked with the schools on their safe reopening plans, and uh, we've approved one school system and are ready to uh, approve the other plans as they come in. Meanwhile, testing and vaccines are hard to come by for people who live outside of Ukiah or Fort Bragg. Supervisor John Hasdack asked if the traveling OptumServe testing team would be coming to Willits anytime soon. Deputy CEO Darcy Antle, who's now overseeing the vaccine program, said it had to do with the now-familiar urban-rural divide at the state level.
1: So we are working with the state to try and do two clinics per day, such as going to Point Arena in the morning, and then moving up to Anderson Valley in the afternoon. And that was what we were doing. The state put a stop to that because it did not fit into their criteria, and their contracting with uh, LHI and Optum. I'm in communications with them as most recently as yesterday trying to reconcile this this issue and tell them that the state format is not conducive to smaller, rural, very diverse um, counties such as Mendocino County. So the answer is it's not going to be coming to Willits in the near future. If he gives me the go-ahead, we'll be there next week, but I have to have the state approval to do so.
0: But Anna Stockel, who called in during public comment, said she thought the county and the state have something in common.
1: Board of Supervisors complained endlessly about the state not disclosing data, but quite frankly, Mendocino County isn't doing much better, but it's still difficult to get answers to specific questions. I almost fell over listening to this meeting and hearing daily updates to the public would be a distraction to the staff. I don't know what you're thinking. I have seen questions from people in their 70s and older not to know how to get vaccines go unanswered. This seems to be a job for the Mendocino County Public Health. Supervisor
0: Ted Williams asked if more data could be made available to the public.
1: Are we doing better over
0: time? The pu- you may know, I may know, the general public doesn't know other than we're telling them, trust us, we're doing a good job. They'd like to see the data. Emory said her focus has been on satisfying state reporting requirements. I will talk with our team and see what we can do. Um, it is not something I think that we can make happen this week as we're continuing our efforts in uh, working through all of the other processes. Uh, the state is in transition for multiple um, systems. They have over nine systems involved in tracking all of the vaccines that we've been working through. And so that's one of the challenges I think that we're facing with this. The board supported giving direction to staff to publish how many vaccines were distributed daily by which provider. Four of the local skilled nursing facilities have received vaccines from a contract with CVS and Walgreens pharmacies, which are not required to report to the county. Williams offered to collect the data himself, rather than wait a week or two. And Supervisor Maureen Mulhern revisited the issue of what kind of paperwork is necessary for essential workers who are eligible for the vaccine but don't have pay stubs. I think it's important that the uh, county public health gets out to all of the vaccine locations and vaccine clinic locations that we will accept a letter for proof of employment instead of a pay stub for some essential workers. That has been a question that has been coming up and I think a uh, clear direction to the vaccine clinics on that would be would be helpful. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.